Hello, friends, and welcome to Out of This World Radio with your host, Ted Marr, broadcasting today with the help of my good friends, Don and Doug, at BBS Radio outside of Houston, Texas. The purpose of my show is to make this world a much better and happier place, and I know that if we all work together, we can and will make a much better and happier planet. We've got an exciting show today, uh, my friends. Uh, we'll be talking about my new book, Journey to the uh, to the Other Side. Um, it's in English. Um, but I hope to get it uh, published in German um, next year, sometime next year in Germany. After that, I'd love to get it uh, published in Spanish, and after that, Japanese. And um, anyway, uh, it's it's a great book. I hope you I hope you enjoy it. We'll be talking about it in just a few minutes. Um, the um, I know there's a lot of it's a lot of challenges out there right now, but the light's winning. And uh, Matthew from Matthew Speaks, um, his mom, Susie Ward, will be on beginning at about 11 uh, a.m. Pacific time to give his newest messages on how we're winning the battle. And it says he's been giving messages since the early 90s. Um, uh, Susie's a great lady. They've been giving uh, messages out to humanity to help with the ascension for over 30 years now. And um, his latest uh, message is on the internet. If you just Google uh, Matthew Speaks, you can you can find it. It's a, it's a very inspiring and positive message. So it'll be great to have have them on today. Um, the um, we've got just a whole bunch of things going on right now. Um, the uh, with today's show, we should have somewhere right around 885 million listeners on this planet and off planet. We should have right around 460 million benevolent souls listening off planet. This is a window for them to see what's going on on, on planet Earth. And um, I, I the, the, the most the most exciting game, the most exciting planet in this entire universe is Earth right now, because all eyes of the universe are literally upon us. And they all hope we, we make the right decisions. And we are. It's not easy right now. We're not only getting rid of negativity right now, but it's the built-up of negativity that's been going on for tens of thousands of years on planet Earth, and we're finally turning things around. And it's an amazing time. It really is an amazing time um, to, um, to to be alive. My show is a non-profit show, and if you'd like to support us, just go to the BBS website or to my uh, website, which is outofthisworld1150.com, and it's $50 a year as a suggested contribution or $5 a month. And we really appreciate, I really appreciate your, uh, your help. Uh, on the first of every month, uh, I have a, a free uh, radio meeting with all my listeners and supporters around the world, and I give out free readings. My next um, uh, meeting will be on uh, Sunday, January 1st, 2023, which is just uh, about 10 days away right now. So if you'd like to join, you go to uh, www.zoom.us. Then you uh, uh, you click on join a meeting and the event number is eight two one one two seven five three four nine six. That's eight two one one two seven five three four nine six. And I'll give that out later in the in the program and also um, next week as well. Uh, a week from today, I'll be having um, Judy Kelly, uh, which is uh, who I consider one of America's best psychics. And a famous medical doctor named Dr. Peter McCullough, who's been very outspoken about the effects, health effects of these jabs that people have been taking. And there's actually, um, yeah, I'll have quite a bit more to say that in, in a few minutes. Um, the uh, I also have a spiritual mentoring program where I teach people how to talk to the other side and, and get in touch with their relatives and pets even. Um, you know, people, when they die, they lose their physical body, but their soul lives on. And there are ways... Um, I teach people how to talk to the other side. 
Um, and, it, and it always gives me great joy for people to talk to their parents, for example, or friends who passed on or pets who passed on for many years. And it's always a, it's, it's always wonderful for me to see that that connection again. And they realize um, that uh, there's no such thing as death. There is death in the physical sense, but in, in, in heaven, in the higher dimensions, um, person is always alive and their soul, their soul does, does live on. Um, I have a spiritual mentoring program where I teach people how to talk to the other side. It's just $25 a week or $100 a month um, or $500 for six months. And if you're interested, please go to my website at outofthisworldreadings.com. That's outofthisworldreadings.com. Or you can send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. Or you can write um, out of this world radio at protonmail.com. Either one will, will get to me uh, just fine. Uh, next year, I'll be going back to uh, Sedona, Mount Shasta, and Peru. And uh, things will be opening up, um, and I, I can't wait uh, to go back. If you're interested in any one of these trips, please send me an email to out of this world 1150 at gmail.com or to uh, out of this world radio at protonmail.com and I'm happy to send you send you all the details. Uh, this year we had some um, some interruptions on the trip, but still we had a great time and everyone who came on the trip got a healing if they wanted one. There were several people. Um, uh, there was a lady who had cataracts in both eyes. Those were dissolved, healed. Another lady was completely blind in one eye. Her eyesight was restored. Um, two people had their hearing restored um, in, uh, on the mountain. Um, one person had diperticulitis, uh, which is, I'm not a doctor. I don't know medical conditions, but it was a condition of the, uh, of the intestines. And that was, he'd had it for decades, completely healed up. Um, uh, another lady had scoliosis, curvature of the spine was in, been in pain for decades. She was healed up. Uh, another woman had Lyme's disease. She was healed up. She'd had that for decades. And now we're just getting some sunshine and angelic light coming in. Isn't that nice? The angels timed it just right. <laughs> so that would be, be brought in. Um, but I'd like to, um, uh, if we could, um, uh, Don, if we could play that utopian movie. Um, it's just a, it's like three minutes long. It's a movie called Utopia that was released as an Amazon primetime television uh, movie back in 2020. And um, that book, the, this movie, uh, tells you everything about the pandemic before it happened. And what's interesting is that the cabal often will um, will tell you what they're going to do before they do it. And this is a movie that tells you definitely what to do. Um, it was uh, originally aired on Amazon primetime TV and then, and then canceled um, for the season. But maybe it gave out too much information. Anyway, Doug, if you could, or Don, if you could get that, that would be, uh, that'd be great. Just... Just look great. Thank you so much, my friend. Just well, well, we'll go ahead and play it, and then I'll come back in a few minutes. How much evil do you have to do? You desecrated all my work. You disrespected science. What the hell did you put in that vaccine? He created a flu that sparked the demand for a vaccine that doesn't work. After everyone in the country is vaccinated, and the world will have murdered millions. Nope, nope, you don't have it. Give a certain percentage of the population a fatal illness, and you make sure it's genetic. She'd have some exciting work you pass it down. So if you have children before you die, vaccine fails, I'll be the scapegoat. People are driven by the need to know what happens next. Do you want to know what happens next? Your father created a world 
changing, not world ending, world changing, world improving omnivirus. And we have taken that virus and embedded it in the vaccine to start flu. I know it. I know it. Created a panic and now everybody's begging for the vaccine. No, 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 they're demanding it. Yes. And now we have exactly what we want. Hundreds of millions of Americans lining up, offering us their arms, and letting us give them our creation. I'm pretty sure when every vaccinated person starts dying, they'll trace it back to you, undetectable virus or not. You've all been very busy. You're all very sharp. I'm sure one of you like to come and work for me. No? Better than dying a terrible, violent death. Then understand this. What we are doing is far bigger than death. Wait. This virus is not deadly. It looks pretty damn deadly. Tell me this. What have you done today to earn your place in this crowded world? Exactly. Everything I do is a cure for our current situation. Wait, how's it a cure? You're killing people. I told you it does not kill. That was the amazing epiphany we had. We didn't have to kill to accomplish our goal. We intend to stop human reproduction for three generations. The busy, endless global assembly line of babies will grind to all. You're sterilizing people? Huh? In the first five years, we'll start to see major birth rate declines as teenagers are vaccinated today in their childbearing years. You're controlling the future of human civilization. Is that what they're calling it? It's a very nice euphemism for a species that is replicated like a contagion across the planet, killing all other species in its wake. Except things that are cute, like puppies or koalas. You hate people that much? On the contrary, I love people. Why would doing what our government or citizenry is too spoiled or self-indulgent to do? We are saving ourselves from ourselves. Halting overpopulation. hundred years ago, population was 1.7 billion. 2011, it reached 7 billion. People live too long, die less often. In 2050, they say it's going to plateau. <clears throat> we'll blow past 11 billion and then slowly begin to decline. Global warming, mass extinctions, food, water shortages. All these problems can be boiled down to one thing, overpopulation. At 1.7 billion, we can be as decadent, self-indulgent, 10 billion. We have to live strategically. We have to live modestly. What about what this does to, to people, society? Salvation. We can form a new society. And your beta testing. That was an amazing clip. I don't know if the movie is still available on the internet. I think it is, um, but I urge you to uh, do watch it because it's a glimpse into the future. According to the cabal rules, the negative rules, they always feel an obligation or a duty, if you will, to to tell people before what they were going to do. And they were pretty clear in that 2020 movie called Utopia of population control and reduction, genocide, if you will, from the um, from the um, uh, VAX program. There was another, um, oh, I can't try to remember all the details. It was Stargate SG-1, um, uh, season five, episode 10, about um, how a civilization had used a um, vaccine to wipe out um, an entire planet of humans. And uh, it was for another species who wanted to take over that Earth, that Earth planet, and um, very interesting spot byline. That was done about um, 12 years ago now, in 2010. I've seen the movie, and um, I want to thank uh, Carolyn and Jerry White for uh, for telling me about the movie. Um, if you if you can't you can't get it on the web, you have to order it separately. But if you do watch it, you'll see a lot of parallels between that movie and what we're doing now. Again, they told us what they're going to do ahead of time. In 2010, of course, is when Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, and uh, the rest of his evil people met to create what's called, the Rockefellers created what's called Operation Lockdown. And you may say, well, what's Operation Lockdown? It's, it's, it's an effort to lock down the entire planet 
and um, then create a, a series of so-called viruses with AIDS, with so-called vaxes, uh, solutions would be a shot program that people take and they die off as, as a result. Um, and that's exactly what's been happening since that time. And um, I find it uh, totally shocking. Um, but a lot of people just aren't, um, aren't waking up, I don't think, as much as they should. Don, do you have any uh, thoughts on that? I know you've, you're very interested in that, that subject, if you like. Um, when, you get a, when you get a chance, uh, love to have well, you. Thank you very much. I appreciate being here. Appreciate sure, you, Ted. Happy holidays to you Happy and holidays. the audience. Best season of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually have a caller. It's been a little bit crazy. I think they're calling in for a different show. It seems someone, a host, might have confused them, put out some wrong information. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay, great. It could be the Texas lottery, too. You never know. Or the California lottery. <laughs> anyway, um, there has been a couple of instances, two cases recently, where um, a baby, like a four-month-old baby, um, uh, the parents um, did not want uh, the hospital to give vax blood to their baby, and as a result of, the, but the hospital did anyway. This just happened a couple days ago now, at a hospital called St. Mary's Hospital in Spokane, Washington. And if you're in the Spokane area, I would steer clear of that hospital because what happened is that the doctors in the hospital, um, at St. Mary's Hospital in Spokane gave this poor little baby, like four years old, who needed, uh, first off, the baby did not need a blood transfusion, it turns out. But the hospital gave it, gave it the baby anyway, a transfusion, and maybe they were making money off of it, I don't know. Sorry, but they gave, they gave the uh, transfusion to the baby, and the baby died within a couple hours of blood clotting everywhere. Talk about murder, a bunch of murderers. I hope that, I hope that hospital gets sued for $50 million and they're driven into bankruptcy. You can't, you can't have, a hospital operating like you that. Know, I, you know what I've found, Ted? Yeah. Nobody, nobody has been held accountable for anything. Not, That's true. Not from Hitler, Hitler, <laughs> Hitler, to Obama, to Joe right. Biden, to Hunter Biden, to Pelosi, uh, to any of them. Right. Um, you well, know, that... anybody that's uh, worked for the liberals... Um, has been able to get carte blanche, get out a free card. So I'm I'm a little bewildered by it all. They've oh. sewn up the courts and the judges and the prosecutors to the point where the the evil people, the truly evil people, are not being prosecuted. So do I see uh, some remedy here in the near term? No, I don't. Uh-huh. I think this is going to be a long term fight for freedom. Because we've lost the ability to easily, easily, um, you know, turn things around. That that time is gone. We missed that open window. Mm-hmm. So what comes next is going to be a lot more pain for the American people, unfortunately. Right. And it's going to involve, you know, a government that actively seeks their death and wants them to pay for it. And I don't care whether they think that's too much. That's quite a statement. But uh, if you've been following politics and world events, um, you know, you're thinking the same thing I am. Otherwise, well, then you're ignorant of the facts or you just haven't, you don't have enough of them either way. Yeah, but right. It's, you know, we're not going to see a, a simple, easy solution to this. It, right. This is going to have to be fought 
won in a hard, hard battle against, you know, enemies uh, that are uh, foreign and domestic. Right. It's unfortunate. But, yeah. 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 Well, one of the one of the problems in the United States right now is that there's been so many deaths. There's 42 million people approximately who have died from the shop program since January of last year. And I got the statistics to prove it. Um, it's become, unfortunately, a little bit like a culture of death where death is becoming acceptable. Uh, for example, in um, in New Zealand, there's another case, identical case of a four month old baby whose parents who this 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 little baby does need a blood transfusion for heart operation. And the parents are saying, hey, we can give our blood. Um, there's doctors, 20 different doctors in New Zealand and Australia who've offered their blood, unvaxxed blood, by the way, um, that they can give the baby. But the hospital doesn't believe them, thinks that uh, the, the vaccines are the greatest. And you know, here's the fun The hospital knows. Yeah. You see, the admin in the hospital, they're not that dumb. You know, we we can't. We're we're looking at the liberals as being just stupid. They're what are they dumb? They off their rocks. They're 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 you know they're not. They're actually um, very concerted. The effort is very powerful, and you know they're fooling everybody. And the same with these doctors and these administrative staff of these hospitals. They're right. fooling you. They're not making mistakes. They don't. You know they know what they're doing wrong, right? And they're doing it anyways. And that's to assert more power and control over the situation. And it's, you know, deadly. Yeah, right, right. Well, I think uh, the hospital in Spokane is going to pay for it. This is a case where the blood transfusion was not medically necessary. Um, second, the hospital um, did it anyway against the parents' wishes. Right. And the baby, and the baby died, died. Right uh, four right hours later. Blood clots all over the, uh, all yeah. over the poor kid. Um, well, it'll, it'll, it'll be... Yeah, pretty massive lawsuit. I wonder how that's going to work out because the parents explicitly stated they did not want that baby to have any vaccinated blood. Right. And they right. basically absconded with the baby and did it anyways, did it their way. That's going to be quite a court case. I really feel for those parents. I mean, I wouldn't even know. I yeah. I, I got to tell you, I don't think I could handle it as a rational human being. Well, uh, um, I urge people to call the hospital and um, give them your opinion. They won't talk to you. They hung up on me twice yesterday. And um, I'll give out their phone number now if you want. Um, it's 509-474-3131. That's in Spokane, Washington, in the United States. Again, uh, 509-474-3131. Ask for the director of the hospital. And maybe you'll get a hold of somebody. I don't know. But they kept hanging, it, hanging up on me. I guess they must have gotten a lot of calls. Um, but um, uh, but uh, people, people, Don, I think, are waking up. And um, uh, one of the people uh, that came out just a couple days ago was a fellow named Lieutenant uh, uh, General Michael um, Masonerve. Uh, he's a Canadian general. And he said, this is enough. Um, he, blast, he blasted leaders like Trudeau who divide the country, divide Canada, divide the United States. He sided with the truckers. He's against the mandates. And he's speaking out. And that's very unusual because, of course, the prime minister of a country or president is supposed to be the supreme leader of all the military forces. But he said, to heck with that. You know, 
Trudeau can't control the military in Canada because most of them are against the mandates and against the shop program, and they have sided with the people of Canada. So it's just a matter Let's of... hope so. We tended to think that here. We truly did. We thought our military was going to come in and save us. Many people right. did. Right. We thought that our military was on our side. Mm -hmm. And what, what people haven't uh, put together is the fact that, folks... Our military is the only one powerful enough, large enough, and organized enough to accomplish this global depopulation agenda. Don't think I kid you. It is a Department of Defense operation. <laughs> and that operation has its tentacles and you know, through the Pentagon Operations Control Command Unit. And that Department of Defense is using, you know, various um, organizations within it to coordinate this. It's right. an intelligence agencies included. Um, it's highly coordinated, very sophisticated, and deadly as hell. And believe me, the, your military, your Department of Defense is all in. So it's that's the horrifying reality. And now in Canada, you know, the Queen's military Right. Or the Crown's military? Or were they going to be able to, uh, I mean, do you really think the military is moving towards the people's side? I would have to say no. That's just my guess, though. Right. I mean, it, there might be a little optics moving around here, but I would have to say the military is not on the Canadian people's side. Yeah. Because yeah. Ma most major militaries know what's going on. Look, there are military. They're responsible for intelligence on the ground and beyond. They're yeah. the ones that, I mean, for countries to think their militaries aren't aware mm -hmm. and allowing and or facilitating this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Well, my guides all say that we're going to get through this. Um, so I want everyone to remain strong. I have a, I have a message from President Kennedy that just came in and it's a quote actually from um, a speech he gave back in 1963. He said, truth is a tyrant, the only tyrant to whom we can give an allegiance. Isn't that amazing? The service of truth is a matter of, of um, allegiance. Um, uh, there are many um, charlatans out there and, um, and uh, um, I hope you will all stand up for the truth. Um, that's from President Kennedy. And um, it takes discernment to find out who the charlatans are, of course. But uh, that's from President Trent Kennedy, a direct message I got uh, this morning to, to read on the air here today. Um, uh, if we could, um, uh, Don, if we could show that picture of my book, Journey to the Other Side, uh, real quick, that would be great. Yeah, thanks, my friend. Uh, this is my new book. Um, it's in English now, but... Um, I hope to get it published in German, Auf Deutsch, um, next year in Germany. And then after that, I'd like to get it published in Spanish and then Japanese. Um, the picture itself is of an angel. I took it something like um, 30,000 feet above the, above the Pacific. I was on a flight from um, Vancouver, Canada to Tokyo back in, it's either 17 or 18. And I was woken up at 2 o'clock in the morning. My angels woke me up and they said, Ted, I want, we want you to take a picture of the the moonlight coming through the window, so I did. And there, you can see the, the angel, that's an angel there um, in the picture. And then you've got like a, um, a spear of uh, pink light on the right and a spear of pink light on the left. Both of those are love, the pink is, is love. 
And um, anyway, I thought it was a pretty cool picture, so I put that as as my cover. But it's about talking to angels and other benevolent beings with a with a forward by James Redfield. Um, uh, Mr. Redfield's a good friend of mine. Um, um, we will be doing some uh, things together in the future, and um, uh, he's working on a, his own new book too. And I uh, can't wait for him to finish that, and uh, so I can help promote it uh, here on my show. Uh, he wrote the book, The Celestine Prophecy. Uh, which helped wake me up. I remember reading that back in the 90s um, uh, and to help open up my mind too as to uh, other worlds and other dimensions and other realities. So um, I do, if you haven't read The Celestine Prophecy, I urge you to pick up a copy. Uh, it's a great book, still a good book. Um, it's set in Peru um, where people um, uh, have all these different spiritual experiences and they've even got a, a Facebook uh, a Facebook group as well on um uh, on uh, uh, about the Celestine prophecy, so I urge you to, to join that book as well if if you like. Um, there's there's so many crazy things going on right now, and one of the crazy things, um, uh, Don, you live in Texas, so you're a little bit away from all this madness. But I'm out here on the left coast, <laughs> and um, it's where all the fruits, a lot of fruits and nuts wash up. And uh, we've got a governor named uh, Jay Inslee. He's been elected, I think. He's now on his uh, third term. He wins elections like by 66.6% of the vote each time. And no matter who runs against him, they always lose and he always wins. <laughs> anyway, and leaving that subject aside, he has just come out with an executive order um, saying that he's going to have, he's just created a permit process um, for regulating um, um, effluent from, from animals, uh, animal feed operations. Now that's a that's a sanit that's kind of a sanitized um, description, is that he's going to be uh, regulating cow poop and cow farts basically, and um, you know we've uh, Washington's been settled now for the past hundred and fifty over hundred hundred and fifty years, and cow farts have never been and cow cow excrement has never been deemed to be any problem at all, but now suddenly it's a problem because it's dangerous um, to have cow farts and cow poop. And he's going to regulate it now, and um, it's a prelude. There's a there's a section. Uh, Inslee is a member of the World Economic Forum. For those of you who don't know much about 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 him, but the World Economic Forum, of course, has identified climate change as a big problem, and of course, animal affluence is a big problem, big part of that so-called problem. And the way you get rid of it, of course, is you get rid of all the animals, and you starve people to death because then they don't have any food. That's exactly what's happening in Holland today, because they've the, the Dutch government now has tried to get rid of, uh, has announced the intentions to, to buy out 3,000 farms in Holland and stop people from, from farming in Holland. The problem with, with that is that Holland supplies most of the fresh produce in Europe. They have a very efficient, I mean, they have a small country, but they have a very efficient agricultural system and, and um, good for the Dutch, you know, um, but they want to get to stop all that. And that's the same plan they're using now in Washington state. This new program comes into effect um, January 1st. And if you're against it, you can get a hold of the director of the Department of Ecology, Laura Watson. Um, her address is Post Office Box 47600, Olympia, Washington, zip code 98504. And that's in, in the United States if you happen to live in Washington. But it's part of the World Economic Forum to, um, to decrease um, our food supply. And they're doing it under the guise 
of, of climate change and that um, cow effluent and cow farts are, are uh, da- somehow dangerous right now. I, it sounds totally ridiculous, but it's, it, they're actually doing it here. And I wanted to tell people about it today because you, we've all got to stand up uh, against that. Um, the way the cabal works is that they will tell, tell you ahead of time what they're doing. And if you don't protest and don't say anything, they'll go ahead and do it. Now, back in 2020, Amazon Primetime had that movie, which we just watched now, called Utopia. Utopia is where the population of this planet is reduced by 90 to 95 percent. And there's a heck of a lot fewer people here. Most of the other ones have been all killed off. Now, maybe if we if we had protested back then, I don't know if we could have stopped it. Um, um, but it's quite serious now. And the um, I'll give you an example. The stillbirth rate for... Um, uh, mothers in the U.S. military who have taken the vax is something like 97%. In other words, 97% of all the births um, in the U.S. military um, uh, have are, are stillborn. They're dead. And in the civilian population in the United States, the numbers range depending upon where you are in the country, is between um, 84% and 93%, 94%. So 83 to 90, 80. 83 to 94% of all the births within the United States among the civilian population, the babies are born dead right now for those mothers who've taken um, the shots. And um, I've heard stories where, you know, um, mothers years ago by doctors, they were far more ethical than they are now and not as, maybe not as, as brainwashed. They would tell their, they would tell their clients, um, Hey, if you're pregnant, you don't smoke, you don't drink, you don't take any drugs, nothing, because it could harm the baby. But yet, um, our CDC, center, so-called Center for D- D- Disease Control, funded by Bill Gates, Biden and the rest of this corrupt government uh, now is telling people to go go ahead and take the shot. Even if you need your boosters, that's the latest lies. And I guarantee you, you, you uh, the chances of you having a live birth are extremely slim. Um, and that's what's happening. We're wiping out an entire generation of people. Uh, Don, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what they're doing. The bottom line is they're wiping people out there. They're destroying their ability to reproduce. And, uh, you know, the fact that you're going to be sick, debilitated, and dying, that's bonus. Thanks. This is bonus. Right. Right. So we have to stand up, my friends. And um, the Food and Drug Administration, which is purchased, has been purchased by Bill Gates and the rest of the gang, um, issued a, a ruling uh, last month that um, that all babies um, six months and older now um, have to have the COVID shots. This is for um, COVID. There's no in, in human history. There's been no documented cases of anyone under 21 who's had COVID. And scientists have not not even isolated it, so they don't even know really what they're talking about. But to require these shots for little babies as young as six months old, where you've got like a 97% stillbirth rate in the military, is is criminal. Um, I, 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 I just, it's, it's beyond belief, frankly. It is really beyond belief. Don, your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's impossible to believe really i mean that's why they get away with it most yeah. people find it so large and outrageous that they just can't they're desensitized to it 
It's no. just like um, all the horror movies. You know, I watched a video the other day talking about why why people can walk by a group of dying people or somebody who fell over dead or somebody who needs help on the street or and they can just walk by. Yeah, yeah. And not help. And that's because they see so much of this entrainment or this um, sophisticated psychological crap from their TVs and their radios and their iPhones and their computers that, you know, it, it just becomes normal. Yeah. Um, I mean, they walk by, the light's on, the little home's got the light on, there's another person across the street, everything looks nice, the sun's out. Now the guy out behind him's dying, you know, croaking and being beaten to death, but they don't see that. It's kind of yeah. like your little video game. Everything else seems just fine. Just go about your day. And it's, and so they've quite easily mass um, influenced the people to ignore a lot of what's going on. Yeah, right, right. That's actually happening in China right now. There's been several disturbing videos I've seen recently where a fellow who's ta uh, apparently taking the, um, the so-called uh, vaccine. It's not a vaccine. It's a poison shot, but he's taking the shot. And the, the poor fellow d uh, dies in his, has a heart attack and dies right uh, like 10 feet around uh, from this other fellow who's pulled off on the sidewalk. And all he does is play video games while this guy's dying. And then eventually he just drives off. No help, nothing. Um, that's, I've seen several videos like that in China. Um, but, um, um, but you know what? The positive thing in China is that people are standing up. And um, I don't see the Chinese Communist Party lasting more than that mean? I always hear they're standing up and then it gets worse for them. And then they're standing up and yeah. it gets worse for them. And then they're standing up and lockdowns get worse. Right. I think what they're doing is they're, you know, you've got a regime that's uh, taking two steps and giving one back and taking yeah. two steps and giving one right. back. But the general direction isn't in the people's favor. And that's even with this last concession that they've said, okay, the, the strictest rule of this lockdown we're going to set aside for now. So everybody's right now saying, oh, right. relief, they're backing right. down, they're backing down. No, they have no intention of backing down. You don't put th this much money and time into your military, right. Into, right. Your, into your operation to back down. They ain't right. backing down. You right. know, this the, one person said it quite succinctly on a post and said, um, they're killing us, folks. Your yeah. government is actively, actively mm -hmm. trying to kill you and your children and your loved ones, your spouse. And what are we going to do about it? Are we going to debate mm -hmm. this? Are we going to wonder how, what we're going to do about it? Are we going to just keep talking about it till we're all dead? Or are I, we going to take matters into our own hands? Because obviously the courts are not on the people's side any longer. And I thought to myself, yeah, a lot of people are thinking the same thing. Mm -hmm. When are we, the people, going to start hauling these sons of bitches out yeah. with rope, yeah. hanging them in the courtyard? Well uh, I'll, I'll, I, I, I will talk about this later in the program, but, uh, Cliff High, uh, I know Cliff High personally, he, he, um, used to live in Olympia where I live, Washington, and he's moved out to the coast, out to the ocean. But I do like his work. Uh, there's a lot of excellent 
and he said that there's going to be street justice, but I'll, I'll discuss that at the end of the sh- end of the show. He's come up with some new stuff, but he said there's going to be street justice because um, the government itself is not responding. I mean, they're not doing anything about it. And you'll see these spontaneous um, uprisings come. Look at Brazil. But at least Brazil has the military on the people's side. And they are taking um, some good action to get get rid of, um, you know, the, the fraudulently elected president. Right. Right. Now look at look at the scam in in Arizona. Um, Carrie uh, Lake, she's Carrie Lake, doing yeah. what we hope she'd do. She's now filing lawsuits and stating, "I am the winner." And uh, you know, and she says she's not going to back down. The people don't want her to. So good for her. Right, I right. wouldn't back down either. Not for one second. Right. Hobbs, the um, the the other the the, the fraudulently elected uh, governor of Arizona. I don't see her being in office more than three months, four months max. And I think they're all come crashing down like a pile of cards. But it's up to us to make the difference. I don't know. We thought that when Biden got fraudulently elected. Yeah, you know, we're still in that same spin zone. You know, yeah. we're hoping mm-hmm. for the best, but not enough of us are taking action. We're all screaming uh, uh, mm-hmm. behind our TVs and screens with our hands on the, you know, on the armrest, not taking the action necessary, not dialing, the, not picking up the phone, not writing the letters, not going down to the courthouses, not going down to the pharmaceutical companies uh, and the and the drugs, uh, the WalMarts and the drug stores and and uh, these you know, um, vaccination organizations, people just are not upset enough yet. Well, we, it's we, coming. It's, yeah, coming. it's coming. And, uh, and I know. they're not upset enough yet. They're still overwhelmed mm-hmm. by this psychological operation and they don't want to believe it. And therefore most of them are just ignoring it. Right. Well, look at, look at world war. There's a lot of good light workers. Um, you and and I and many 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 people out there want to create a better world. That's my the whole purpose of my planet. I've been broadcasting, for example, every week for the uh, uh, for the past over nine years with the attention of raising consciousness and making this world a better place. So we all do what we can. Um, and I and I there's a there's more good people out there than there are bad. And um, everybody I think listening to this show today. Um, is upset what's what's going on. We all we all change the world in our own little way, um, but I think we'll have to probably take some stronger measures. One of my uh, good friends is Gerhard Pellegrino. Uh, uh, He's in um, in Austria, in Vienna, Austria, and I'm on his show a couple times a month, German and English. And Don, if we could play that, it's a 19-minute clip. If we could play that, he's a nonprofit show like I am, and I told him I'd give him a push today. And then w- when I come back, we'll um, we'll uh, we'll have Susie Ward on with messages from Matthew. But thanks so much, Don. I appreciate it. Hello, friends. This is Ted from Out of This World Radio, and I've got a fantastic guest on today, my good friend uh, Gerhard. Um, hey. You know, <laughs> He's the producer of my show uh, in uh, Vienna, Austria, on Radio Soul International. And um, uh, Gerhard has a nonprofit show, like I do. And I wanted to have this little segment today so people could support his work. Uh, Gerhard, tell us about your, your show and the wonderful things you do. Thank you, Ted. It's so nice to be here on your show. Yes, uh, I want to tell you a a few uh, points of Radio Soul International. My English is not so 
quite good, but I try it. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> so S O L you see in the background here, it means, uh, social, uh, the, the planet earth in the middle and the local, um, things are very important for me to bring values to the, uh, people, to the economy and, um, education. We are, radio station and um that that's very important for me and my team mm -hmm. and in uh, this special time now we have uh, started an crowdfunding um um event okay mm -hmm. where we want to collect some money to um run this station uh, a little bit fluently uh, a little bit uh, uh better and uh, to uh, invest in new um, broadcasting facilities and to gain the the reach of our broadcasting area that's the point yes and i want to invite everybody to contribute to um to help that we can reach this funding gay uh, gain uh this uh, goal yeah this funding goal Mm -hmm. And um, so we can broadcast and bring people to the people like Ted Marr and other wonderful speaker and uh, people who have uh, a message and who, who want to contribute to this wonderful planet to make it a better place, as we say. Wunderbar. Yeah. I heard that's great. That's great. Could you give out your website and how people could help you out? Right. Um, our website here in Austria, our location is in Vienna, Austria, and the website is www.radiosol.at. There you can find also a link to our crowdfunding event. And uh, yes, this crowdfunding event is on a, a special platform called wemakeit.com, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, there we um, have um, established it and um, we have also there a little um, pitch video to show what is this project about, what do, do we want to uh, reach together. Mm -hmm. And I think it's uh, very important to uh, have this community um thinking, community feeling to get together in one spirit and uh, to help each other. So that's uh, why I hope that many, many people um, contribute. Also, if it's only a, a smart uh, or a small uh, part, it's, it doesn't matter. Uh, let, we said uh, when 600 people come together and spend um, $100, $100, then it's, uh, we have, we have reached our goal yeah. already. So this is one of one, uh, yeah, these are the, the, uh, yeah, very important is, uh, we end this, uh, campaign. Um, it end, it is ending, um, on the 31st of December. So if, when we reach the goal of 75,000 euro, then, everything is okay and we get this money to 
uh, build our station. And if not, if when if we do not reach the, this amount, then the money will uh, get go back to the uh, sponsors. So then, uh, yes, so we have to start once again, <laughs> maybe next year. But I hope this is a good time. Yet now it's uh, just before Christmas <laughs> to make presents and to make a good um, contribution for a good project. Yes. That's great, Gerhard. Well, I really love your program. And uh, you have a little video. It's off Deutsch, but that's okay. Okay. Um, it's only like two minutes, two and a half minutes long. So Good uh, idea. I will okay. show it. All right, great. This is the the platform. Okay. We make it. Okay, great. Wait a minute. Here we go. Deine Zukunft ist sonnig mit Sol. Gemeinsam bauen wir neue Sender und ein freies Medien- und Wirtschaftsnetzwerk auf. Für dich und deine Community. Auch für deine Region und Nahversorgung. Für the volume a little bit, Gerhard? Huh? Uh, the volume up a little bit. Okay, I don't know how. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. Okay. Uh, what we... I can uh, uh, say is... Uh, uh, I can explain we... Okay. Um, what what you see? Uh, what do you see here? Um, the pictures are. We want to expand um, and to build more. This is our station in Vienna. Okay. Here. Okay. This is uh, Radio Soul EU, our website, and right. Beautiful. Um. Yes, new value economies we want to help to build and new to build new channels for the people mm -hmm. and uh, give them time for broadcasting their own things mm -hmm. and to come together and build a free broadcasting network over Europe. This part is that we also uh, make workshops. We can... This is an education program for everybody who wants to learn how to make his own radio station and how to, um, yes, uh, to make um, broadcasting shows. We have an uh, education program for this. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. Gerhard, how do they, what website do they go to if they want to make a contribution to your... Yeah. This is radiosol.at. Okay. So www.radiosol.at. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, is is there a link there on your webpage to donate? Right. Okay. Right. There's a, a link. It's called crowdfunding, and you can go into the We Make It platform mm -hmm. and contribute. Mm -hmm. um, okay, good. Not just give a donation, it's more than this. You can choose a goodie. Yes, 
you, I mean, you can you you get something back for your donation also. I see. Okay. Yes, you can choose between different goodies to to say uh, to uh, to get. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's great. <laughs> that's great, Gerhard. That's great. That's great. Well, that's uh, that's wonderful. And you broadcast uh, you broadcast every day of the week or when? Right. When? Okay. Wow. Twenty-four hours a day. Oh boy. Day and night. Day and night. And, um, sunny music. Well, that's um, nice. that's nice. It's really good music, soul music, music that um, comes from the heart and build the people up mm-hmm. and give them power, energy, good mood, good vibrations. That's great. That's great. Well, mm-hmm. I really enjoy being on your show. I'm on I'm on your show um, every other Monday, uh, mm-hmm. twice a month from um, noon to 2 p.m. Pacific. That's 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Uh, right. uh, in the time. Right. So... Um, Anyway, and how long how long have you been broadcasting, Gerhard? Um, ten years, yes, more than ten years. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's great. What what inspired you to start your radio show? Mm, this is what was my um, my my love to the music. I I'm DJ since my teenager mm. time. <laughs> And uh, yes, I wanted to bring the music to the people, not only in events, but over a radio program. This mm-hmm. was, yeah, it's my my big. Um, what what is this called? It's not just a job. It's more. It's goal, uh, destiny, or purpose in a life. destiny, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's great. <laughs> that's right. great. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Radio brings you into the heart. Music brings you into the heart. That's right. It does. Yeah. It does. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love music too. I do. And Mm -hmm. uh, all different kinds of music. I like your station a lot. I've I've been on it before. Thank you. Music. Mm -hmm. You've got great selections and and everything. So, yeah, it's uh, uh, German speaking, Uh of course. Uh huh. But on on the other hand, but music, you don't need a language. I mean, right? It, it doesn't right. matter what language you speak for yes. me. Yes, um, as you might, yeah, you know, uh, we have once in in a year we um, have the conference, the People Power Conference. It's an event. Oh yeah, right. It uh, goes over many weeks, and then we bring different speakers into the program, also online as on air. And all these uh, people are so really special people who contribute to the value, to the planet, to the nature, to the a good society, good economic, mm-hmm. new ways of in economic. All these themes are very important for us. And we bring uh, hundreds of people here over the radio station to the public. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. great. That's great, Gerhard. Well, you do a lot of good work for uh, for the planet and for humanity, and I'm so happy to be on your show, and I'm glad that we could do this little promo for you today. Mm, thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I hope I, I can uh, 
give you this this idea what Radio Soul is stands for and what uh, this that we we have our sun in the heart and we have to to bring the sun out of our hearts into the the life we have to bring the heaven the peace into through our sun through our heart into this um, manifestation into these worlds and that's the the sign of this uh, radio soul also that's the earth that that is uh, enlightened here mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well I couldn't agree more Gerhard <laughs> I couldn't agree more good yeah I couldn't agree more you know many um, South American native um, uh, cultures have the sun as the basis for their religion. Mm -hmm. And it's very interesting because there was a group of, of people in Atlantis called the Incal, I-N-C-A-L, who uh -huh. also had the sun as their basis for their, their religion. And when the Atlantis destroyed itself, they went to Peru, where they yeah. established the Inca civilization. Okay, this is interesting. Yeah, yeah. So people don't realize it, but there is this historical ties between the two. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe I was then there in this time in Atlantis. You could have, my friend, absolutely. <laughs> I think um, the the sun is might be it, it might be a symbol of the, all the people in this new era in this new time to come together to find together. Right, exactly. It? So <laughs> it is actually, yeah, I agree. It is mm -hmm. a good time for all of us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a challenging time, but I know we're going to make it and make this world a better place. So we have to keep keep positive and uh, and know that there are good times coming for all of us. So, right, and to give the people uh, the visions how life could be and how we can build new systems. And there are so many people who are working on it on this, and they have to come out and. Yeah, to be broadcast. That's right. That's right. right. That's right. So the consciousness uh, is um, um, is very important. The, the the collective consciousness. Right. Right. To, to feed it with these new informations. Mm -hmm. And things are getting better too. Right. Right. Things Future is sunny, like soul. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Come on the sunny side of of the life. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Great, Gerhard. Great. Great. Would you mind giving out your email in case people wanted to write you personally? Right. Um, office at office at radio sol dot at. Mm -hmm. Okay. Office at radio sol dot at. Oh, I, I sent you a file last night, by the way. You'll, you'll, if you look. Ah, you'll... Right. And uh, there is a, a calendar booking site. It's very uh, comfortable. Uh -huh. You can go on the website booking.radiosol.at and you can arrange a, a meeting point to talk with me if you have questions. Okay, great. Okay. This is a good way to communicate mm -hmm. and book a, a, a meeting point there. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Great, Gerhard. Booking.radiosol.at. Yeah. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, is there anything else you'd like to tell my listeners, my friend? I love you. Okay. <laughs> Let's come together. <laughs> great. All right. Great, Gerhard. <laughs> Thank great. you for this um, moment, for this 
opportunity. Um, would you like to play a little music, by the way? Of course. Uh, what do you, uh, in which kind of music do you think? Oh, um, um, Louis Armstrong. It's a wonderful world. That would be nice. Okay. Just for a minute or two. Um. This is sorry. I didn't give you any warning about that. Yeah, right, right. But uh, it should uh, go if you give me just a. Yeah, take your time. No worries. No worries. Here we go. Wait a minute. Uh, Louis Armstrong, okay. Wonderful Uh world. It's a wonderful world. Just for a minute or two, kind of wrap up the program. Yeah. His, uh, Gerhard's website again is um, www.planet, what is it, radiosoul.at for Austria. Mm -hmm. AT, yes. AT. uh, Radiosoul.at. Okay. okay. So it's prepared. I can switch here the sound card and yet now we can hear the song. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Gerhard, for coming on today. This has been a lot of fun. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself. What a wonderful world I see skies of blue And clouds of white The bright blessed day The dark sacred night And I think to myself What a wonderful world I love this song. Yeah, it's so, a great song, isn't it? It's a great way to wrap up. It opens my heart every time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Louis Armstrong is one of these musicians uh, where I'm so re- really grateful to live in this area, in this time on this planet Earth, because there are so wonderful musicians and so wonderful music here. And Right in this time, I'm also here and can uh, enjoy this music. It's so wonderful. Oh, well, great. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely, Gerhard. There's a lot of good things to be happy about. Mm. Well, well, anyway, my friend, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas and a fantastic new year. And Mm. good luck with, with, I know you'll do well in your fundraising efforts. I urge everyone to support his show. He's a great great guy and a great programmer, great radio station. Thank you very much. Have a a uh, very nice Christmas also. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you, my friend. Auf Wiedersehen. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed that. Um, I really like Gerhard. He's a great guy. Uh, his website, again, is www.radiosoul.at for Austria. Um, he has a nonprofit show like I do, and uh, it's great to have him on today. I'm waiting now for my good friend Susie Ward to come on. Um She's been channeling her, I'm just seeing if any messages from Susie. She channels her son um, as part of Matthew's messages from Matthew. Uh, She's been doing that since uh, 90 or 92 for the last 30 plus years. And they always have very positive, uplifting messages. Um, But uh, one thing people should be aware of, um, the the Biden administration um, has been uh, shifting 
uh, all of the United States uh, military resources to the World Economic Forum, as well as to the Ukraine in the past year, year and a half. Um, Biden has sent billions and billions of U.S. taxpayer dollars to uh, to the Ukraine. He's also sent uh, so much military equipment right now that you know that just two days ago or yesterday, uh, 700 tanks uh, from the U.S. Army were, were sent to uh, Poland. They were offloaded um, in Gdansk um, in, in Poland now for shipment to the Ukraine. Um, the world, the uh, NATO now runs the, um, has jurisdiction over the largest United States naval base on American soil, uh, soil in Norfolk, um, Virginia. And that, um, that's significant because um, um, according to a press release by NATO two weeks ago, they are planning on replacing the head of NATO with Christina Freeland, who's the, um, she's the Treasury Department uh, Secretary or uh, Minister for, for the Treasury in Canada, but she's also a founding me- member of the World Economic Forum. So the World Economic Forum will have control and, and authority over uh, our large, largest naval base. Um, I know there's, there's a lot of dissent in the military. Uh, there's even people not following uh, Biden's directions, but he's shifting all of our resources to a war in the Ukraine um, that's uh, done nothing to help humanity. any rate, um, I wanted people to be aware of that uh, and to stand up to it. We don't have to, uh, we don't have to pay attention to Biden because he's not the ballot president. He's fake. But uh, anyway, uh, that will be a topic for another show. Here's Susie now. Good. I'm so glad she's here. Susie, are you there? Yes, Ted, I am. <laughs> so nice to see you. Thanks so much for joining me today. <laughs> Great. Always nice to see you. Um, always interesting. Matthew works hard on the other side for his messages. I read his messages yesterday. Wow, this is great. What good news. He said that um, um, the, the long era of, of dark has been broken and uh, everything is coming out now and will continue to come out. I know you've got lost, probably has lost, have lost a say on that. But um, I also mentioned your, your website is www. Matthew, Matthew, Matthew's books. Is that with an S or is that singular? No, Matthew Okay, singular. Okay, MatthewBooks.com. Yeah, and you've got messages going all the way back, what, 30 years? Something like that? 30 uh, or 32? Not quite that long. Okay. Uh, the information in the books goes back almost that long. About, I see. Um, the messages archived on my site start December 2003. So close in on twenty years there. Okay, okay. Uh, Don, is is Susie's audio okay? Um, Is I hope you can hear. I can hear you, but I just want to make sure that that um, your audio is okay. I'm sure it is, but uh, yeah, it's good. Okay, all right, great, great, great. Well, Susie, oh my goodness, Uh, Matthew had some really wonderful messages for us this month and also several months ago he said i remember this too susie he said that people around the world would be standing up to this tyranny and waking up and that seems that seems to be happening now brazil um a lot of countries are um uh, are waking up 
uh, what was it? It was Mongolia of all places where people were demonstrating against the government in China, tremendous uh, demonstrations, demonstrations throughout Europe. Um, uh, and Brazil. And Brazil. Peru. And Peru. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, you mentioned uh, the December message, which um, is in Matthew's messages, of course. But he started by welcoming God. Oh, that's entire, right, he did. That's right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the entire message is from God. Mm -hmm. um, I... Since 1996, mm -hmm. uh, that's when I uh, first realized that uh, some of the uh, short directions that I had received about what to put in the book, I thought those came from the Council of Nirvana, but those came from God. Wow, okay. Uh, but I realized that in 1996. And after that, um, God and I have had a lot of long talks. Um, and I asked many, many questions. Sometimes they even said, that's not what I understand. That's not what I learned. And, mm. and he was very praised. Incidentally, God has a delightful sense of humor. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, but at any rate, I thought I knew quite a bit about him. But in this month's message, I learned a lot. Mm -hmm. Things that I never even thought about. Yeah, wow. That's so that was an interesting experience. And he did say that everything that's happening is in divine order. Wow, that's fantastic. That is really that is really fantastic. I um you know, the darkest hour is just before dawn, and I think we we're in the middle of we're getting out of the darkest hour now. And I can see some light coming in. And I want to give people hope for the future because um, I'm not into doom and gloom. And we are all powerful spiritual beings meant to create our own um, experience here. Mm -hmm. And um, because we all got, have God within us, um, it's it's always good to trust our own intuition, for example, and, and not look to a guru or um, an outside source, because if you do, you can get into trouble because they're often, they're human too, and they make mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you are exactly right, Ted. Uh, and in uh, Matthew has explained this, uh, that there is a filtering system in telepathic communication itself and then uh, if the receiver everybody is a channel we all channel energy from source right right, right. so receiver 
transmitter is the source, receiver is uh, persons like you and me who receive the information. And if we have very firm beliefs about any topic, uh, that can override the information being transmitted. Uh, and in my case with Matthew, um, as he explained to me one time, I was his first personage after he became Archangel Michael's first personage in this universe. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so um, Matthew's and my souls, he said, are like dots side by side on an infinite circle of freak a frequencies countless vibrations beautiful. beautiful every soul in this universe has a unique vibration mm -hmm. and well. it, uh, it is that unique vibration that when a person on earth when the body dies and the etheric body and the soul make that lightning fast transition to Nirvana, Earth's spirit world, that unique frequency is what alerts loved ones that that person is entering. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's why there can be reunions the love bond. Oh. oh. I, I, I don't think I explained that very well. Did no, I? you did. You did. You did fine. I <laughs> did fine. You did fine. Okay. Yeah, you did fine. I mean, these, some of these concepts are not easy to, to, to grasp, but um, it takes time. And I think what's happening, too, is um, he's in a much higher dimension than we are here. So that when you we try to explain like sixth, seventh, eighth, twelfth dimensional concepts, in a third dimensional or fourth dimensional language, it, it's difficult. It's difficult. Um, it's like, uh, I know the Pleiadians, for example, their names are part music and poetry. Uh -huh. And so when you hear a, uh, where like a Lemurian or a Pleiadian name, it's actually, it can be part music and part poetry. When we pronounce their Pleiadian names, it's kind of dead, you know, third density, fourth, yeah. you know, but 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 it's actually has an intuition. I I've learned this recently, and um, my I have I have friends um, who channel Larkma, P and Cullen, P and Bard Cullen, um, and they talk about that. How they when they talk to them that it's it's um it's very sing song kind of interesting language. Um, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned that. Uh, that I mean, it's enlightening too, also, but. Uh, in this month's message, God mentioned uh, that um, we can call him whatever name we want. 
giving or it can be it doesn't have to be god it can be all whatever and that's an important i think that's important to to mention because sometimes people take religions too literally and perhaps too seriously because we're all linked together i i have a view uh like different religions are different paths to god like the baha'is that's what the baha'is leave think mm-hmm. that they're all different paths to god and i and i agree with that actually not one religion is better than others personally. Yeah. Uh-huh. and um so god said that his proper name is the combination of tones and pastel colors mm-hmm. so it's not a word it's not pronounceable okay well that would that would make sense absolutely Absolutely. you know what i have to tell you a little story when i share this with my listeners i think i mentioned it a week ago but i I go aboard my pretty and friends mothership quite a bit it's 10 miles north of mount above mount shasta um and and a visit with with my friends there and um they took me on a little trip uh, recently to the to, to beyond this universe, and they took me in the astral plane, and they showed me like it was a band of light crossing like this around. It looked like eggshells. It looked like eggs, but they were universes, and you couldn't pass beyond this barrier where I was to these other ones because they were different universes there. Um, so there are, you know, I've wondered about that. So there's not only this universe, but there are other universes as well um, that 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 God has created um, and uh, different timelines, different dimensions, uh, different realities. There was an old Star Trek um, uh, segment. It came out back in the mid 60s or late 60s where um, Captain Kirk and Spock take a take a craft and they go beyond this universe on a joy and a they had nothing to do for the afternoon. It was Sunday, and they decided to get in their get in their UFO and fly out to the edge of the universe. And it was funny because it, beyond it, there was nothing. There was nothing there except space. But in, anyway, it's inter- it, it has interesting philosophical um, implications. But there's more than one reality in other words. So, um, it my understanding is somewhat different. Um, I, I've heard from, uh, well, God and Matthew. I'm trying to think of other sources. But at any rate, uh, God and Matthew have said there are six other universes. And uh, in our universe, uh, what some do think of as other universes are parts of this universe that are so different from another one that like like okay Matthew is just saying like clusters of galaxies that are uh, so far evolve beyond others that they seem like a new universe oh i see okay that would make sense yeah that makes sense that this universe is so vast um 
one uh, remark that God made in this uh, month's message is when he was speaking about his children. And he said, you don't have a number large enough for me to tell you how many there are. Well, that would make, that makes total sense. It's like Albert Einstein said once, um, he said that um, all the planets in this universe are like all the particles of sand on an endless beach on this planet. You can't even count them. Yeah. I've been at the beach before, the ocean, and looked down at the sand. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, <laughs> that's amazing. Really, that's true. That's, yeah. What a wide way to explain. Absolutely. And, um, it, you know, if you can apply that to celestial bodies, Mm -hmm. And think how many people live in and and within, not just on the surface, but within planets. And um, Ted, I want to tell you about books I have been reading. I'm reading the fifth of a seven series um, by Radu Sinamar. Uh, he is a Romanian mm-hmm. and the information is absolutely astounding. Um, there are several main characters, I mean, real people in these books, they all are very highly evolved. Mm-hmm. He was chosen to be introduced to what they were experiencing because he would write about it. They needed an author. Uh, And the first book starts with the astonishing discovery uh, under the so-called Sphinx in the Begucci Mountains of Romania. Hmm. Um, it was actually U.S. military technology hmm. that discovered that within the mountain was a cavern of sorts. Mm-hmm. And it was also military technology for digging quickly through an a, a mountainside mm-hmm. to reach that. Um, it contained a technology that is estimated to be 50,000 years old. Amazing. Okay. Yes. Atlantean. 
and it is how it the equipment in there um, is uh, the pedestals are six feet high mm -hmm. that one can place hands on and distinguish DNA and on one column on another um, they can distinguish what hybrid DNA would be mixed with earth humans and another species. I see. And that, that's just one of the astounding things. And okay. through that room or out of that room are tunnels leading to other areas on earth all underground of course and again with technology that is mind-boggling mm. this was um, um, that's and, mm -hmm. uh, again technology that has been hidden from us right uh american military technology right in uh types of small vehicles mm -hmm. that can just go so quickly mm -hmm. um and almost in a hovering mm -hmm. uh, capacity mm -hmm. rather than on a rail um okay that's one factor that I wanted to bring out how much technology we have that the public doesn't know about. Well, I, I'd like to add something to that. Um, the Atlantean civilization started, went through several different phases. The peak of their civilization was, was about 200,000 years ago. And um, there was another, they went through a series of declines. Um, part of their landmass of, of the continent of Atlantis out in the Atlantic actually fell into the ocean. Um, not the whole thing was destroyed, but parts of it were. And so about another 50,000 years ago was another time when they reached another peak, a smaller peak. And after that, they started going downhill all the way to about 12,500 years ago when they ended up destroying their, their planet. And when you you mentioned the mixing of DNA of human DNA and other species, um, history does repeat itself. And what my guides tell me, and I'd love Matthew's opinion on this, is that for uh, some of the spirits who've come back from Atlantis now on on planet Earth, uh, Susie, it's it's a repeat of what happened previously in Atlantis, which led to its fall and destruction. Um, because they were mixing human genes with all kinds of different animals, dogs, um, the, the whole, all these Greek, for example, uh, legends and mythology about the centaur, about the half man, half horse, um, yeah. those kinds of things. And um, I've ran across, um, I have pictures, but I don't think it'd be appropriate to show it here on the air, uh, of um, um, a, 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 an entity which is, is half man and half dog. The, the, the entity has a, has a, a, a human face um with and the 
he has paws, but then he has skin. Part of his body is made up of human skin, but it's it's from the deep underground base uh, from the post. It was a post on Telegram uh, with several pictures, but you see that. And even in now, in the Pfizer shots, um, there are babies being bored with dog tails of a mixture of DNA with human DNA and God knows what else from the mRNA. Um, only uh, uh, I think uh, Franken's, Dr. Frankenstein knows the, the true nature of that stuff. But my point is that we're getting, we're making the same, for some spirits on this planet, Susie, they're making the same mistake again. Um, they're mixing human DNA with other DNA, and that's, that's against cosmic law as far as I know. And that's one of the reasons why um, God, if you will, the supreme being destroyed Atlantis because they went off to areas where they should have never gone, and they did. So when you mentioned that, that technology, that makes sense because that's what they did during the Atlantean times 50,000 years ago. That's where a mermaids and mermen came from, was that mix of dolphin and human DNA. Um, yes, and the saber and all of those, uh, those creatures did exist. Right. And um, it, it's my understanding again from God and Matthew that um, the first beings were the archangels. Mm -hmm. uh, when Creator uh, first expressed its energy, which is pure love light energy. And so the archangels that was their in heaven, their composition, really. And then when Creator gave them free will and its companion, um, the ability to manifest using its energy to put into motion or form their ideas, um everything remained in that pure love light energy until lucifer started experimenting with the various materials mm -hmm. uh, that were not necessarily they were genetic materials uh, that uh, in the first experiments, mm -hmm. they didn't know what they were doing. Uh, but when they found out that certain combinations were not producing uh, human bodies uh, or the bodies in their minds, they started being delighted by the awful things hmm. that they could manifest. I see. I and see. The forms became denser and denser, dropping from the light. And because Lucifer and what are sometimes referred to as the band of fallen angels right um they if they continued 
making these creatures like dragons, for instance. Um, they were ferocious. The other creatures they made, uh, they did like the mermaids and mermen could do uh, feats underwater. Right, right. That uh, others could not because right. they could breathe under there. Right. Uh, and so they, all of these creatures had a high uh, level of intelligence. And because there was no aging then, in in the DNA, they could live until they were killed. And they were they lived miserable existences. Right, right, right. Anunnaki um, experiment with our DNA as well uh, th thousands of years ago and what they did uh, they altered our DNA to have a like a, a worship DNA uh, a worship uh, a gene where we would be t this is part of their creating slave human slaves to mine gold um, that that people would not be able to think for themselves so much that they would be uh, genetically modified so that they would become like slaves and and isn't isn't that what's happening now with the VAX program? Is that the the mRNA is changing some people's DNA so they become like robots? Um, and and that's what I've heard anyway. So um, that is exactly what uh, the cabal or the elitist deep state or Matthew usually uh, says the Illuminati. Um, but that is what they intended uh, by putting a programmed nanochip in every vaccination, in right. every injection. The, those are not vaccines. Uh, medical professionals have examined all of the ingredients. Uh, none of the ingredients meets the qualifications of a vaccine. Good point. That's true, Susie. Yeah. But in that solution, which contains a number of toxic, uh, you know, physically toxic things. The Pfizer, the Pfizer shots contain 187 different diseases. Each, oh my. <laughs> each one known that to kill humanity. Uh, I knew there were a lot, but I didn't know that much. But yeah. uh, nanochip contained programming that interacts with 5G technology okay. to create uh, what some are calling transhumans. They're essentially Robots. Um, robots. Yes. Robots. Yeah. That's wow. the that's the basis 
for how the reptilians created the greys. The greys were at one time human humanoids living in the Orion constellation. And one time, many thousands of years ago, the, the Draco reptilians came in and took them over. And they, they, they sold all the men into slavery and the women and children, they killed all of them except for 1600, which they genetically altered, become a slave race. And that's the technology in the mRNA um, uh, uh, technology that they're using now in the shop program. It's so obvious and there are historical references to it. And the cooperation that uh, Eisen, Dwight Eisenhower stupidly agreed to back in 54 at Area 51 between the reptilians and the greys and our military for technology exchange, they've been perfecting this um, since that time for the last 50 or 60 years to release it into a shot program that they're doing now in a vaccine program. So it's been well planned out. This is all planned out. Uh, technology thousands of years ahead of us that's been used before successfully in other planets to create slave-like um, uh, human populations to serve a, another species. Uh, well, I want to mention something that is good news here. Right. Well, I was going to say there are there is good news. So go there ahead. Absolutely is good. Yeah. Uh, well, do you want to explain it? You you go ahead. You go ahead. And I'll, I... uh, okay. Um, a group of extraterrestrials uh, on the planet uh, that Matthew refers to as the special forces. Yes. I'll get to that in a moment. Why he does. Um, were able to eliminate, erase the programming on all of those nanochips. Uh, in the solutions, um, before uh, people were vaccinated. Uh, so the chips are still in people's bodies, but the programming was eliminated. Excellent. Now, the reason Matthew refers to this group as special forces is because they retained all of their innate abilities. We all have these the same capacities, but they are not activated and that goes back to dna and the dumbing down right of civilizations that's right um the newer souls the right. inexperienced souls mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, because the original number was 12 strands of dna they DNA, like everything else in existence, is energy. Right. It could not, those other strands could not be destroyed. But what could be done was they could be put into a state of dormancy. Right, exactly. Because two strands uh, are the minimum for an intelligent being uh, to function. Okay. Sure. 
and okay, so that is in the process of changing. But I want to mention the abilities the special forces have that enabled them to eliminate the program. Some of them are listening to you right now, by the way. Pardon me? Some of them, some of the special forces are oh. listening to you right now. They say hi. Yeah, yeah that wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs> they, uh, um, okay. They retain their ability to dematerialize. So they can dematerialize their bodies. So they're invisible, mm -hmm. and they also read thoughts of other people. Okay. So they knew what was being done. Okay. And they, all right, these special forces are especially valuable in intelligence agencies and medical laboratories and um, they uh, speak telepathically with each other uh, they can relocate at, um, in an instant with a thought of being someplace else and mm -hmm. they are um, they can levitate. Um, I forget what other things, but the most critical because of their influence and capabilities and intelligence, they are hired by intelligence agencies and by medical labs. Mm. And that is how they are uh, one of Matthew, uh, they are Matthew's principal source of specific information on Earth. I see. Okay. Uh, and the other source is Nirvana's monitors of Earth. I see. Mm -hmm. um, that is why Matthew has so much valid information uh, in his messages. He gets it from those two sources. And when they agree, that is total confirmation. Interesting. Of, of, of the truth. Okay. Um, okay, that is the good news. Nobody needs to be concerned about being programmed. But it's the intention of the dark ones on Earth to uh, kill most of the people. Right. Uh, Henry Kissinger, many years ago, referred to them as useless eaters. I know. Yeah, Ted Turner did the same thing. Yeah. And uh, then enslaved the rest. Right. I want to kill everybody here for heaven's sakes. Because right. who who would landscape their yards? That's who right. Grow That's their right. food. Uh 
who would clean their homes, manufacture what they need. They need some of it to serve their purpose. They serve them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. That's true. Um, yeah. I would like to go back to Cinemar's books because something that God mentioned in that message uh, is uh, he spoke about the laws of the universe that he he set up and he just very briefly explained that some of those laws uh, are what um, are are applicable to the way spheres are formed. Hmm. Um, there is a powerful central space that attracts solid particles. And the layers around this space keep building and building and building. All of those layers have empty spaces. Hmm. Uh, Some are just huge open spaces and others have water in them. Lakes, rivers, Hmm. seas. Mm -hmm. Uh, Depending upon how large the sphere is, because Earth is really not one of the largest. Mm-hmm. In fact, it is one of the smaller groupings. Mm-hmm. And there are entrances on the surface that lead to the various caverns where advanced civilizations with high technology have been living for thousands and thousands of years. Hmm. Uh, And um, Radu and some of these uh, principles in the books make trips to um, cities uh, and they are met there and guided but what enables them to do this all of the their travels require resonance with the higher spiritual and consciousness of the people. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not as if just anybody can do this. Mm-hmm. It is a matter of compatible high, high vibrations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that comes from growing in spiritual and conscious awareness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there are 
Um, I, okay, Matthew is saying, Mother, you're treading on where, and I was going to say, there are several, because Matthew said there are many more uh, cities um, that differ in um, types of buildings, what the people wear, uh, the activities, the size of the cities, and um, they, they are inhabited by souls from different civilizations. Mm -hmm. For instance, one of the cities that I just read about, the inhabitants are from the Tolmec and Olmec, a civilization that predated Mayan and Incan. Oh, the Toltecs. Yeah, Toltecs. Toltec. Yeah, and Toltec, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the uh, uh, okay, Radu could see in the distance the city of Shambhala. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Um, but his consciousness still has to evolve more before he can enter. And the city itself has uh, rings that actually appear like rings of fog um, uh, so that more evolvement is required to enter each ring interesting closing in on what he referred to as the citadel and the buildings are made of crystal Fast. i've heard about that yeah crystal cities right right huh interesting yeah, yeah. yeah. and One. of course um as far as we know Unless we uh, are reading that book and others. Yeah. Do you want to, you want to see something really cool? This is yeah. uh, the Sasquatch gave this to me a couple of years ago when I was at Shasta. They were building a Peace Mandela next to our campsite. I've showed this before on my show. Forgive me. It's redundant for some people. But this is clear quartz crystal, part of a glass from Telos. And it's oh. also, they use this too in the, in the crystal uh, med beds um, in Telos. But this is a little gift they gave me. It's kind of cool. Lovely. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, Diane Robin has wonderful lady. A theory. Yes, she has written a series. Yes. Yeah, uh, books. They're all excellent. She um, communicates with Adama. Yeah. I don't know if he is in Telos, because there's something else about the Crystal Library in uh, Porto Largas. In where? Sorry? Um, well, some I think Adama is in Argata, the, the beautiful city. 
Mm-hmm. And then there is, because different civilizations are living in under Mount Shasta too. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then there is a library at Porto Lagos. That's right. That's right. And, yeah, I've been um, there. Yeah. yeah. Well, Diane also communicates with cetaceans and crystals and trees. That's right. She has beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. She was she was living at one time in upstate New York, and she was in contact with Adama at that time. I think this was back in the 80s, early 90s, late 80s. And she was guided by Adama to go to Mount Shasta uh-huh. to do uh-huh. her work. So that's how she ended up there. But anyway, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. But I have known Diana, I, Diane for... Yeah. 22, 23 years. Mm-hmm. We haven't met. We have spoken and we Wonderful have lady. a great, great many times. Wonderful lady. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I urge everyone to buy her books. I think her website is www.dianerobbins.com. Something yes. like that. Mm-hmm. She's great. And great lady. I A N N E. Two B's and Robbins. Right, R-O-B-B-I-N-S, right, mm-hmm. right, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Well, let me let me ask you um, um, a small question. Uh, what is Matt? Well, I guess he's already told us that things are getting better. The, the light forces have won. I guess now it's cleanup operation, isn't it? I mean, it's it's little detail. Um, yes, yes, I I think. That- he is saying that's a good way to put it. Right. Um, mm-hmm. That um, the, for instance, in Ukraine. Yeah. Right. Um, Biden. Biden has shift is shifting most of our military resources to the Ukraine, and billions and billions of dollars. That's what the stories say. If you can believe them, I don't know. Uh, yes, um, that is so because. He is working hand in hand with uh, Zelensky, who was controlled by the the dark forces on Earth, mm-hmm. the dark hats, because mm-hmm. actually the dark forces is an entirely different entity, so to speak, and the dark forces. Uh, as Matthew has explained them, is a vast meandering force field of the lowest vibrations Mm. in the universe. Mm. And um, it is attracted to areas where darkness already exists due to greed and lies mm-hmm. and brutality and it is attracted there uh, comes in and just takes over right okay right. the uh, they aren't even in our they were actually in our solar system 
and influence what happened here, mm -hmm. but they no longer are uh, there, even on the outer edge of the galaxy, they've been pushed that far away. Uh, yeah. but, uh, hmm, I lost my train of thought there. Give me just a second. That's okay. Oh, okay. Yes. So I wanted to correct myself. It's not the dark forces. It's the people who are puppets of the dark forces. The ones we call deep staters or, you know, the cabal, the Illuminati, those. Um, all right. It's my understanding that what mainstream media call the war continuing is simply the uh, Russian troops taking out the remainder of the um, bioweaponry labs, uh, the uh, rescuing more of the captives who are used for sex trafficking. Young women, men, children, horrible, horrible. Exactly. How, can, how, can, how can the American public be so asleep to condone that by doing nothing? I mean, I don't understand it. And he's sending, Biden and the cabal is sending all these billions of dollars. It's not like if we don't have problems in this country we need help with, you know? Well, uh, I can understand it to some extent, Ted, because of the the people in the states are almost more brainwashed than anywhere else. I, I agree with you, right? Um, we keep being told, being told, we are the most powerful uh, country in the world. We are the wealthiest country in the world. We have technology that is the best. Uh, our living standards are the best. And um, mainstream media are controlled. And so they are presenting the information they are given, which is... Uh, Russia invaded. Russia is committing the atrocities. I know. I know that. Yeah, that's a bunch of lies. Did you? Mercenaries and the dark caps in uh, the military there in Ukraine who are doing that. Right. And what the Russian troops are doing is the huge effort of the life forces to destroy the, I won't say endless, because yes, they are endless, right. but hundreds of stockpiled weapons, including uh, more viruses, the labs where they are uh, 
manipulated, viruses are mis manipulated to become lethal. Uh, there's money laundering. Uh, you name it. He yeah. Headquarters yeah. of hackers. And uh, uh, that's blamed on Russia. Russia never interfered with uh, our elections. Yet no, never. That's right. There was a there was a prediction there was a prediction. Pardon me for interrupting, Susie, but there was a prediction made by um, Edgar Casey back in the late '30s, early '40s, that Russia eventually would be the savior of the United States, which I thought was interesting. Is that the right quote or yeah. democracy? I think that was something like that. He did say that, and I at the time everybody thought he was crazy, but now <laughs> we need help. Uh, you know, uh, this is. Just my opinion. I think that Casey did remote viewing that he wasn't even aware of. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, and, um, and he was right. Because there are parallel worlds when a lot of energy is put into a certain direction and an equal amount of energy is put into a different direction, that collective energy each forms, goes off into parallel worlds that mm. are quite different. Interesting. Okay. That is why, and they aren't marked. There's no sign about, okay, this is the world that is Earth's destiny. This is the world of violence continuing because enough people put their energy into that. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, Earth's destiny is her golden age. And some remote viewers, um, okay, also in the continuum, because that's where reviewing, remote viewing happens. Um, there are all oh, of the existences, uh, you know, far, far, well, in, in antiquity, up to date. And um, unless the remote viewers can determine by, say, architecture, uh, what people are wearing, um, what communities are like, whether there is a house and a mile away another house mm -hmm. or a huge city. Um, because again, there are no dates put up like signposts. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that in Casey's case, he homed in on 
the accurate timeline for Earth's destiny into the Golden Age. I see. I see. And that's good. Yeah. Yes. That's, yes. that's good. That's good. Because other remote viewers see things that are quite different. Well, I think what they're doing often when people, they're good psychics, but what they'll do, they all have their own opinions and own, own subconscious um, assumptions. Yeah, you're right. And they'll often go into the timeline that they want, not necessarily that's the correct one. And so you have to be careful. And yeah. especially when you deal with the future, um, if you go into the past, uh, you can't really change it that much because it's already happened. But if you go into the future, because it's determined by free will, um, your accuracy is always not 100%. could be 80 90%, could be 50%. And the further you go out in time, the more variation there can be because of free will. So this is something that people have to remember, actually. So, yeah. And, of course, that kind of information is not widely known either. Right, that's true. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe remote viewing um it i don't know how widely known that is mm -hmm. as you just said not very mother um but that there are all those possibilities right 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 home in on uh is isn't known right right I mean, a comparative handful of people know that Right. Uh, because this information has been hidden from us. It is the Illuminati's or the Dark One's intention that we stay totally ignorant. Right. Right. And that's still been going on in the school systems, um, in the in in all kinds of professions, um, nowadays what's really going on. Yeah. Um, I woke up a long time ago that the mass media in the United States and the world is, is corrupt and uh, it is corrupt and they don't tell you the full truth, you know, and what they pass as news often is just propaganda. Yeah. So, uh, you know, until let's see, I would say that I was, um, probably 60 before I woke up. I don't mean becoming woke. I don't mean that. <laughs> but I was a product of schools sure. that taught disinformation. Right. I know. I know. The mm -hmm. dark ones have uh, infiltrated all information sources, schools, religions, um, uh, schools starting in kindergarten practically, so that children are oriented in disinformation. Right. So scientists have wrong information. Historians have wrong information. Mm -hmm. Doctors learn wrong information mm -hmm. well the, the uh, term itself history history is his story yes and yes, the victors exactly. always write their story <laughs> yes, exactly 
Right, right. At any rate, I was a product of that, plus being taught authorities, uh, pay attention, obey authorities, they have your well-being at heart. Uh, Yeah, but Um, a lot of people are going to find out that's not true. Yeah, well, it's almost never true. Yeah, very, very authorities are your they don't necessarily know they're harming you. Yeah, that's Although true. Today, I'm convinced that a lot of the medical professionals who are urging get vaccinated, get boosted, um, get COVID, the latest COVID shot and the flu shot and get your children vaccinated, protect them. Oh, Lordy. Oh, give me a break. Yeah, you're looking at 97% stillborn rates of, of, birth, of uh, children in the military who've been born from mothers who've been vac- taken the vax and they're all dead. Mm. That's, we're not going to have, we're not going to have a next generation. Not much. Few people, but not many at this rate. Well, there is some good news in that also that um, the souls who are coming in, and actually those who came in in the last couple of decades, um, they are coming in with higher awareness, which is activating DNA strands. And another huge benefit is that um instead of carbon based cells um they their cells are becoming or have become crystalline which are much more resistant they are much stronger immunity systems excellent they Ex- are resistant to the illnesses that are so common right the chronic illnesses the um uh the sporadic illnesses that beset most people right their immunity is so strong they stay healthy yeah right and are are we seeing we're seeing that now already aren't we we are we are. Yeah, right, right. And I and I want to give a I want to give a, a thank a thanks and a shout out to my Plutian brothers and sisters because um, they've been been bombarding the planet with positive high energy vibrations to help us wake up and also help heal ourselves for the past four years. Yeah. And I really want to th- thank thank you because I know they're listening. You're you're welcome. But yeah. I and especially especially. To the Anabrohalosaurus, he's in charge of, there's like um, 8.5 plus million ships around the planet right now. And if you look up in the sky, you can see them. You just have to look carefully, but they're there, you know, they're there, so. Well, they, um, they can, as you know, they can cloak. Right, they can cloak, that's right. A lot of them do it in the form of clouds True. so that we can see them 
uh, we don't see the ships, but we see the unusual formations. That's right. Mm -hmm. But the other simply uh, put uh, a grid of such high vibrations, uh -huh. like we don't see um, the uh, parts of a fan when it's on high speed. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's because the vibrations are so high. And sure. the ships, the crews in the ships can do the same thing. And yeah. some of those ships um, have intelligence, so they don't even need the crew to maneuver. You know, oh, that's amazing. They, they, they do it for their own. They're on autopilot. Right. Has that uh, kind of intelligence. And you know this too, Ted. Sure, sure. Some of them are miles and miles in diameter. That's right. And uh, a whole civilization right. lives in there. Right, right. With Lucy? technology so advanced that they have absolutely a beautiful world in there. That's right. That's right. I, I want to tell you, my, my next guest, is. he looks like he's ready to be admitted, but well, we've got another 10, 15 minutes, so keep talking. I love talking to you, Susie, but he's he's come in early, um, so I'm just going to ask him to wait, but don't let it stop you from your discussions because it is fascinating what you're saying. Okay, I just wanted to let you know that. So. Okay, um, thank you, Ted. Um Actually, I sent you an email asking if our program today is one, two, or three hours. And right. so, so I want to mention, I want to go back to information that is hidden from the public. And it also goes back to Cinemar's books. Um, he and the his companion, the one who contacted him, um, and he is such an evolved soul that he knew uh, Radu was the right choice to take with him, both from a consciousness standpoint and talent as a writer and willingness. Uh, okay. They left from what is called the projection room uh, in the mountain uh, in Romania and took a tunnel that went under the Mediterranean Sea all the way to right under the Giza Plateau in Egypt. Okay. That's just one of the tunnels. And the technology within the tunnels is so advanced that the walls change light. They're not rock. This is something built uh, within the rock. Interesting. Wow. Within the tunnel that it goes through the rock. And uh, there are various points called distortion points, 
where the energy changes considerably and the bodies adjust. Bodies that have uh, the consciousness hmm. uh, because the bodies also have to resonate with the high vibrations. I right. mean, this, and they do. And, you know, the thing is, we are such incredibly powerful beings. Right. One of us, we all are souls. And it is, and I mean, not only are we eternal souls, but we have these astounding abilities. Mm -hmm. And the dark ones know this. Right. That's why they have done everything they have from antiquity to date to control the masses. Well, uh, now the highest council of the universe has declared no more on earth. And in fact, what is happening here is a microcosm of what is happening throughout the universe. Really? Yes. So negative, negative force, negative entities throughout this universe are being disabled, stopped? Uh, okay. In some cases, since everything is energy, it, uh, technology can be disabled. But the mind that created it, and in some cases, this is artificial intelligence. Okay. That requires, and I know this from God, that requires very delicate negotiations. I'm thinking that AI in it either encapsulates or it's another term for the dark force that dark forces that vast force field. I see. Okay. Um, that's just my yeah. idea. Okay. Said, Mother, you're close, but that's not quite yet. But right. there is an affiliation. Okay. It's not that one controls the other. Wow. Uh, okay. But, um, yeah, the entire universe, it's a big place. So it's not going to happen in the wink of an eye. Right. But um, one reason, and just one of many reasons, that we are receiving so much help from other civilizations is they love us. Mm. And they want to help. They are willing. It's why so many volunteers came from other civilizations and are living here. We chose to incarnate to help Earth civilization, Earth 
civilization break out of 3D programming. We use the term awakening. Right. And um, we are being successful. I, I don't want your other guests to wait. Oh, well, that's okay. We've got we've got a few more minutes, and then I'll bring John on. Thanks, John, for being patient. Um, yes, thank you, John. Whoever you are. <laughs> um, my, I'd, I'd, I can't wait to have you on again. We'll work out a time for next month if it's okay. Um, sure, I love being with you, Ted. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Susie. It's always a pleasure and a joy to to talk to you and. Um, um, what is, um, things should get, just get better and better, shouldn't they? I mean, like the, um, like the Beatles said, uh, they said things are getting better all the time. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, uh, the thing is, until mainstream media is totally broken away. Right. Um, uh, they are going to continue putting out distortions and and blatant lies. So the public, of course, the public is losing faith in mainstream media. Yeah. Look, look at CNN; it's it's imploding. Um, yeah. MSNBC is yeah. imploding. They don't. They financially, they're going down like the Titanic. So, yeah. I mean. but whereas they are still presenting things in the terms of negativity. Oh, military coup. Oh, you know, the, I know. The, I know. the legitimately elected government is overthrown. You know, this, this yeah, I know. It's, it's, that's and, what, um, yeah. uh, that, and that's not what's happening. Those things we talked about before, for governments are an upheaval, all of those right. are indications that corruption is crumbling. Right. Right. Exactly. And it's programs like yours hmm. that are are telling the truth about it. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I it's I've been doing this now for over nine years. I broadcast every week for the past nine years. First in Seattle for seven now with my friends on on BBS radio and also in Austria too. So um um, it's a labor of love, but I know that yeah. we're winning finally, and it's taking a lot of time. Um, but I urge everyone to check out Susie's website, www.matthewbooks.com, and uh, read Matthew's um, message. Uh, she's been doing this for decades. It comes from a place of love to help us. And the, finally, the white, the light side, the white side is uh, the, the light workers are, are winning. And I just want everyone to know that uh, I do talk about negative things on this on this show, but I do it only not to be a, uh, not to be a Debbie Downer because uh, <laughs> I'm not in a doom and gloom, but to show people that there is a dark side out there and you have to know about the dark in order to fight it. Because often light workers don't know about the dark and that's how sometimes they get uh, sucked into dark agendas. But um, anyway, Susie, I agree with you. I, I think you are doing a brilliant job, Ted. Well, thank, thank you for letting me be a part of it today. Thank you, my friend. the other times? <laughs> my pleasure. My pleasure. Well, I want to. You might want to meet John. John, this is uh, my friend Susie Susie Ward. She gives messages from 
uh, her son who's an angel, and she always fascinating topics we go into. And John has a um, has a product. I, I know there's other products out there for people who've taken the shots. Hi, John. How you doing? Hi, good. Good. A lot of people, you know, use uh, ivermectin, hydrochloroquine, um, pine needle tea uh, for the effects of shedding and, and the shots, uh, prayers to help. But John's invented, has also uh, invented the herbal formula that I think is pretty good. So I wanted to just share that with people today. So anyway, you're welcome to hang around, Susie, um, if you want, uh, or I'll just catch you next month. Either way, it's fine. Well, I'd, I'd love to stay for a little while. Okay. Great. Okay. Exactly. Love that, Susie. Okay. That's great. Okay. Ted, it's an honor to be with you. It's great well, to be you. on. Thank I've you. A, yeah, I, I ran to my office and realized I'd forgotten my iPad, and uh, so I ran back, and so I'm glad we were able to that it was moved back a little bit. So great to be with you. I'm okay. I'm currently at uh, 7,300 feet in the mountains of Utah. That's my my uh, uh, winter and summer my summer cabin that I'm still here this time of year so i mean i bet it's a it's a beautiful place now um for people if you could tell a little bit about your product it's called a cardio miracle it helps people the heart right so and you've been working i think with josh yoder and other friends of mine of ours and stan graham of course on helping pilots for example who've been mandated illegally to take the shot, but then they discover um, many times that they get heart attacks, strokes, mini strokes. Um, and um, I know there's a lot of different products out there, but you sound like you have a great product. Could you tell us a little bit about your product and how people can get it, if you don't mind? Be happy to. Um, maybe setting a table a little bit. Uh, essentially, I I am was not a nutritional supplement formulator in my former life. I was in the financial world. Did a lot of uh, financial planning, estate planning. Oh, sorry. I've got to get rid of this phone here. My phone uh, rings constantly, so we need to get this out of the way. But uh, essentially, uh, 17 years ago, 16, 17 years ago, I went in for uh, an emergency appendectomy, Ted, and uh, uh, reluctant. Uh, I'd been into alternative uh, solutions to health, but not really all in. And I went in and for this routine appendectomy and they clipped a vein and uh, through that process, uh, sent me home, almost bled to death, came back to the hospital, almost died three times, had, you know, a quasi near death experience. Uh, really, I think I felt I had a choice to stay or leave and uh, decided to stay. And uh, miraculously, uh, through some energy healing and faith and prayers uh, had a, a healing. And from that healing, um, I had done so poorly in the hospital that they wanted me to come back and do quadruple bypass. And I said, well, if the appendectomy doesn't go very well, I'm not coming back for the side right. chest open uh, quadruple. Mm -hmm. So that mm -hmm. led me on a quest in 2007 to mm -hmm. find solutions for heart disease oh, because wow. okay. I came from a family where my father, grandfather, aunts, uncles had all died uh, younger than 66 from heart disease. And so I was next, even though at that time I was only in my mid-50s. And, and in the process of trying to find answers for a natural alternative to heart uh, issues, I came across the science of nitric oxide. 
not mm. nitrous. Nitrous is laughing gas, but nitric oxide has mm-hmm. uh, been now now determined to be the third essential gas produced in the body: uh, oxygen, carbon dioxide, and nitric oxide. And mm-hmm. nitric oxide is essentially uh, the fastest gas, but it's produced by the the little tiny cells that line all of the arteries and organs of the body, known as the endothelium uh, cells, endothelial cells. Mm-hmm. And nitric oxide is stimulated and produced. And nitric oxide has now been proven to be the traffic cop, the air traffic controller, the regulator, the first responder of mm-hmm. the body. And mm-hmm. now in the last, uh, it won the Nobel, it was awarded the Nobel Prize uh, 24 years ago when the Nobel Prize meant something mm-hmm. uh, on on right. on its impact on heart disease and cardiovascular function. Mm-hmm. But since that time, it, it, it is also known in some circles as the uh, natural Viagra. So nitric oxide is the aspect behind blood flow, oxygen delivery, that uh, comes into the sexual health and the erectile dysfunction world. But since 1998 and the Nobel Prize, they're now approaching 200,000 clinical studies, research papers, et cetera, on the essential value of nitric oxide to the body. And basically it impacts very, very importantly, every bodily function that the body performs. And I, so I went on this quest, found the nitric oxide science, found a company that had a nitric oxide supplement, a very fine company, and it reversed my blood pressure and my cholesterol, my triglycerides, my chest pains went away, That's my great. shortness of breath went away. And mm-hmm. I was so enamored and thrilled, but angry that the pharmaceutical industry had been keeping this nutritional uh, solution that even had won the Nobel Prize from the public that I decided to take out that anger by becoming the Johnny Appleseed of nitric oxide. So I've spent the last 15 and a half years as an advocate for nitric oxide all over the world. And then helping uh, spread the word, I, I met with the top scientists, top nutritionists, top doctors, endocrinologists, cardiovascular surgeons, uh, brain surgeons, etc. And from that experience, I realized that there was new research emerging and and so the company I was working with was not interested in going to the next level. They were very happy with the money they were making and the product they had, but I wasn't satisfied. So I literally walked away from a second seven-figure income yeah. and decided I better do this myself. And so I started formulating the Cardio Miracle product in um, 2013 and introduced it to the market in uh, fall of 2014 and boy what a ride it has been and what an exciting time and the last two and a half years with three approaching three now ted with this crazy uh pandemic or bioweapon or whatever you want to call it uh, euthanasia uh weapon um we were right over the target and didn't even know it at the time i I realized quickly when I heard about that an alleged virus was was upon the world, I knew the impact that that my product would have on supporting the immune system, fighting off uh, 
inflammation of the tissue, et cetera. I knew that, but I really had no idea the extent that nitric oxide would be a very, very critical uh, tool in the arsenal of battling against not only this pathogen, but also the treatment and the protocols. And so there's now pharmaceutical companies falling all over themselves trying to get inhalable nitric oxide approved by the regulators while I have a simple solution that stimulates nitric oxide in the artery 24 hours a day and we've proven that scientifically and that nitric oxide helps deliver the valuable oxygen that's needed so when people get ill from whatever source their oxygen drops then they were throwing people in the hospital then the people in the hospital, their oxygen continued to drop, partly because of, I think, part of the protocol they were given. And then ultimately, they were put on the ventilator. And we all know the results of those who went on ventilators. It wasn't a pretty picture. So we believe that there's options, alternatives, and um, benefits that nitric oxide is now being proven all over the world mm-hmm. as uh, kind of a lifesaver in helping to improve the breathing the inflammation in the lungs, which is where a lot of this pathogen has has centered itself and caused, you know, organ distress and and distress in the lungs for people. So we've uh, inadvertently, we went from healing the hearts and the cardiovascular system of mankind to now becoming what we believe is the premier immune support nutritionally that a person can provide to fight off whatever's going on all around us. Sure. Well, that's fantastic. I know that um, uh, my guest Susie um, has talked about how um, there's a lot of high vibrations. We talked about this earlier on the show. We probably didn't weren't able to listen, but there's a lot of high vibrations coming into the planet, and our body structures are are changing from carbon based to silicon based. Is that right, Susie? And that people, as a result of that, will hire, have a much higher immunity level. And, and certainly, I think your product fits in perfectly with that actually so it's it's um it's all part of that um and um um, one of the things ted that you might find interesting is we published a we decided that going through the traditional regulatory bodies was you know fruitless and we don't believe that they have much integrity these days anyway uh, which i think history has proven So what I decided is I wanted to take the scientific approach with real science, not people who claim to be science, but real science uh, based upon artificial intelligence of all of the existing data that's out there, all the scientific data. Because what we found happened is even things like um, treatments, natural over-the-counter treatments for this uh, pathogen and situation the last couple of years was being totally discredited by people who were, even though some of those solutions had won Nobel Prizes, had been accepted all over the world, there were places in India and other places that used uh, many of these over-the-counters and had a fraction of the mortality and problems that the United States had in our supposedly advanced medical situation. And so one of the things that's interesting that we've also proven in the statistics and the studies are coming out virtually every week is the impact of therapeutic vitamin D3 on the immune system. And now it's even come out just in the last week 
on a, a major study talking about its impact on Alzheimer's, dementia, cognitive function, Parkinson's, ALS, uh, MS, et cetera, uh, the vitamin D levels. Now, I had always known for the last 15 years vitamin D was important, but I didn't realize how important until I uh, met with uh, Professor Tharus Malinsky, the premier biochemist, in my opinion, in the world on vitamin D and nitric oxide, the University of Ohio. He's a, you know, he's published over 300, 400 articles on nitric oxide, on vitamin D3. And I took my formula to him five years ago and asked him to test it in his lab with his nano sensors at the cellular level and see what the nitric oxide expression of my formula was. And he, 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 he said, well, what background do you have? And I said, I'm just a guy who spent the last, you know, at the time, uh, 10 years studying nitric oxide day and night, talking to the smartest people I could find, connecting the dots. I'm a dot connector, not a PhD. And sometimes that's an advantage in the world to not be clouded by the corrupt knowledge that is often taught in mm-hmm. our universities and other places. But I took him my formula. I, I, he agreed uh, upon my funding a study at the, through the university's foundation to test it. And my product is, uh, you know, mixes with water in a glass. It's a powder. It gets activated by the water. It has 53 ingredients. Most of them are naturally based or organic wherever possible. So it's the best of the best. We've, we've created the, what I would call the Ferrari of supplementation for nitric oxide. Well, I took this to this professor in Ohio, had him test it. Two weeks later, he called me on the phone and he said, you don't seem smart enough to have figured this out, but whatever you've done, he said, this product expresses nitric oxide for over 24 hours. He said, I've never seen anything like it. Most arginine, beets, spinach that have a a nitric oxide impact from the diet and on your lining of your artery express nitric oxide for two to four hours. He says, yours is expressing it for 24 hours safely without it becoming a free radical. Let's say you've got a pilot flying uh, here in the United States or elsewhere, and they're experiencing many strokes from taking this stupid COVID poison shot. Will that help them? I I assume it will. Well, I, you know, we haven't done the clinicals on it, but uh, with Josh Yoder, who has now joined our advocacy team all over the country, he's, he's getting reports back all over the place from, his friends and fellow pilots with or without having taken the therapy or the injection. And those who've been getting sick from these variants or from shedding or from whatever else is going on are getting over it very quickly. Those that uh, unfortunately took the protocol against their will, most of them uh, are seeing uh, symptoms diminishing. They're seeing some of the breathing issues, some of the pain type, the discomfort issues uh, in the extremities, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, there's very solid research from Italy, from um, Israel, from uh, South America, because those are the people who are actually looking for truth and answers, it seems, that have come out that arginine, which is an amino acid, which stimulates the production of nitric oxide, one of the essential parts of our formula, that arginine has had remarkable results 
in all aspects of what we've experienced over the last three years. Prevention, mitigating symptoms, and even helping people who have the long-haul effect from whatever the pathogen was, and then those who've, who've been trying the traditionally advocated therapies, much of which have caused more serious problems, are seeing some, some tremendous results and benefits from it as well. So the, the long answer is uh, Judy uh, Mikovits, Mikovits uh, who I'm sure you've Judy. known and heard of, Judy uh, Mikovits was quoted recently on a phone call with the, um, uh, the pilots that were involved with uh, uh, Josh Yoder, Freedom Flyers Over America. She told them that every pilot in America should take Cardio Miracle before the flight, during the flight, and after the flight. That was her words, not mine. So well, that's good. That's good. That's a pretty good endorsement coming from Judy, Doctor Judy. I have I have a list of uh, free uh, in, uh, inexpensive remedies that um, I've gotten from Doctor Lee Merritt and Judy Mikovits too, by the way, uh, that I send out to people on my show if they ask for it. I'm happy to provide it, and I'll put yours on too. Now people can go to your website, right? Triple W cardiomiracle.com is that right right cardiomiracle.com is where we have it and we have a special uh little discount for your uh followers to try it uh Mm -hmm. out of this world is the promo code and uh and then if even after they try it that we have a subscription program where the savings are substantial upwards of over 30 percent on our subscription program but This is not a multi-level direct sales marketing. This is direct to the public. I have the, the, the leanest margins of any supplement I know of in the market because I wanted to put the best of the best in a, in a product that would be helpful. And one thing that you might find interesting, um, uh, Susie is that the, uh, there's, there's been a, a, there's a tremendous challenge uh, genetically with African Americans, Native Americans, um, and Polynesians during this pandemic. And part of, part of that is because of their vitamin D and their uh, nitric oxide uh, production is actually a little bit less than traditional Caucasians. And they're seeing tremendous benefits. You know, most of the mortality that came from this ridiculous situation we've seen for the last three years was people over 70 who were African-American, Native American, or Polynesian American and had comorbidities, other diabetes and things like that. And so that, but primarily if you really get to the bottom line, and I know that you're in the out of this world realm, uh, the reality is stay out of the hospital if at all possible, because it seems like that was the worst, that was the worst thing that could happen to people. But again, there's a fear when you start losing your oxygen saturation and you don't feel well because you can't breathe, you're going to panic from that. Well, nitric oxide can actually help uh, increase your breathing and oxygenation. And we had many instances where people through family members were uh, given our uh, solution, our product, while they were in the hospital and their oxygen levels increased and they eventually got out. Luckily, some of them got out with their lives, which not very many did. A lot of people, mm-hmm. once they were in the hospital, including Judy's husband, Dr. Judy's husband, was essentially taken away from her care uh, because of an, a little bit of an emergency situation. She never saw him again alive. Right. I know. I know. Well, it's nice to have I, an, uh, uh, 
another another uh, wonderful remedy for people because I know people are are looking, and I think they've been so sorely um, disappointed by big pharma and the hospitals who are incentivized up to hundred thousand dollars to kill people. Uh, there there was a case in Spokane, Washington, just a few days ago, St. Mary's Hospital there, a Catholic hospital which supposedly is interested in life and carrying on the teaches, teachings of Jesus. Um, but at any rate, um, uh, the, the parents told the doctors in the hospital, don't put Vax blood in my little, in my baby's body because you're going to kill him. And, a, and a, a transfusion wasn't necessary. You know what they did? They put it in any way and the baby died within four months or four hours, actually, blood clots everywhere. So I hope that hospital gets sued for at least $50 million and drives them into bankruptcy. They shouldn't even be practicing medicine if they're going to kill people like that. But the system itself is built up for, for death. It doesn't really have solutions. But the new world we're coming to, Susie, I think, and, and John is that, and Don, we'll, we'll have good solutions like this, which will truly help people rather than harm them. Um, I'm, I'm sure Matthew has quite a bit to say about that. <laughs> so anyway... One of the one of the things you might find interesting is uh, about three years ago, there was a study out of Case Western uh, Research in the Midwest, and they basically said that transfused blood that is over, you know, 18 hours old, 12 hours old, has no life to it uh, because it doesn't have any nitric oxide. And so one of the things that we're going to we're trying to bridge, Ted, we're trying to bridge the gap between nutrition and science. And then medicine will be forced to accept these solutions. So that's kind of been our battle plan is to go the scientific route, prove it scientifically without a doubt, take all the existing literature. Because this isn't this isn't new voodoo literature. This is historical scientific data backed up by all kinds of nutritional data, which are now seeing tremendous results with people. You can see the difference in their blood work. You can see it in their periodontal health. You can see it in their oxygenation. You can see it in their kidney function. All of those things benefit directly within weeks of, of, of trying our product. And uh, people are having just amazing results all over the world, which has been great for us to be able to share this life-changing situation with people. But it also is good for a smoker, by the way. It's also helpful uh, because uh, they, if you look up nitric oxide and black lung, for example, nitric oxide is the best therapy for coal miners and helping them to get rid of, you know, the, the things that they've received. So people who have had uh, issues or have uh, pulmonary issues or concerns about that can elevate their nitric oxide. Caffeine uh, decreases your nitric oxide. Stress decreases your nitric oxide. So we've had plenty of stressful times. We've been ingesting a lot of caffeine. And so that's why your immune system is often not as robust as it should be. So with a couple of uh, drinks a day, you can help uh, solve that problem. That's nice. That's nice, John. Um, John, I'm going to have to have you back on again. Um, I was approached. I get messages from the angels all the time. And there's just a few things. I want you to stay on if you don't mind. Okay. Uh, Susie and I, uh, I want to talk to Susie about a few spiritual topics. My program's mostly a spiritual program, but but people are always interested in good products like yours. So if you don't mind staying on, but uh, anyway, um, uh, thanks for coming on, both of you, by okay. the way. And uh, 
Uh, Susie, I, I follow Cliff High. He doesn't live too far from me, actually. And um, he had a program on bit shooting. You can look it up. It says Q. It was very interesting. I listened to it, and I had some, some messages that came, and I'd love Matthew's take on some of these. And um, Cliff was saying, Cliff High was saying, that be aware of a lot of people who claim they are Q, um, who've added Q to their names, and he, he calls them, them frauds. It's a PSYOP operation. Um, and um, they, some of them claim that they're source or God, but they're not God. Um, and you have to trust your inner, inner reasoning as to whether that's true or not. And if you don't get a good feeling from it, then stay away from it, basically. Um, he says, Cliff was saying, it was, it was amazing, um, a very spiritual um, uh, presentation by him. He said that uh, um, you don't need to connect with an outside source, like in the Catholic Church. I was raised Catholic. I have nothing against it. I'm glad they taught me about God and angels and everything. But like in the Catholic religion, they teach you that you have to go through a priest to get to God. And it's the same way that some people think they have to go to an outside guru to get the information they need. And you don't need to do that. The God is within within all of us. And um, I love I love Matthew's comment on that. But almost I'll just a couple more uh, comments I got. Um, and it's it's important not to look elsewhere outside of you. Um, whether it's Q or anybody else for the answers, because the a- answers all lie within. That's what Jesus said. He said, and Buddha said, all the answers um, lie lie within, with all due respect to these other other people. And you have to take responsibility for your for your actions as as well. Um, the uh, uh, I've got quite a bit of notes. I'm trying to summarize it because we don't have a lot of time left. But uh, uh, anyone who tells you uh, what to say or what to do. Um, is is brainwashing what he was saying, and, and he was Cliff High has talked about Simon Parks before, where his connecting consciousness group is basically trying to control people rather than giving rather than giving the people the tools to get the answers that they need to get through God, they try to control people, and that's no different than what the Cabal does, which is basically basically um, uh, controlling people. There is something I do want to show here. If I can, if I can get the share screen operating, um, let's see here. Um, if it, if it'll work, let me see here. Hold on here. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to play this video. It's two minutes long, and then watch it carefully, and then we'll discuss it in a minute. Welcome to Sanctuary's Repose, located on Magical Billing Spit in Souk, just 45 minutes away from downtown Victoria. Here, nestled in this towering trees, is this custom-built home that was completed in 2012 and offers every modern convenience. Resting upon naturally landscaped grounds that encompass nearly a third of an acre of low-bank waterfront property, this beauty is truly special. As you step inside, The entry foyer opens to the dramatic main staircase, adorned by tempered glass and stainless steel railings. Off the entry, the sun-filled great room boasts spacious living and dining, ideal for intimate entertaining with friends and hosting grand parties. 
and the views from here are priceless. Taking in the ocean from its many floor-to-ceiling windows. At its heart is a gourmet kitchen fit for a chef of any caliber, featuring custom cabinetry, high-end stainless appliances, and a pantry. The master suite is unlike anything you've ever seen, with a skylight perched above the bed and huge windows showcasing the gorgeous views. A luxurious bath accompanies this sanctuary, pampering you with a water closet, a glass-enclosed shower, and a jetted tub. A flex room upstairs currently serves as a peaceful yoga retreat, but could be an incredible studio for the budding artist or a writing haven for the aspiring. I think we've seen enough of that, and the reason I played it is because that's where Q's been living. And he's been making quite a bit of money. I have nothing against making money, but that's what he's been making a lot of money. Um, so I think you have to be careful of people. Certainly, I'm not commenting whether what he's saying is correct or not, but I think you have to be careful on who you trust and to find the answers within you for God and not look elsewhere. What does Matthew say about that, Susie? What Matthew said when, all right, a couple of years ago, uh, somebody asked the question, uh, who is Q, who is Q and I? Matthew said that Q is not one individual, but rather uh, several individuals who pool their knowledge. And um, Q and on are the people who have been following those enigmatic postings. Um, but if one person is claiming that he or she is Q, uh, be very wary of that information. That's what he just now said. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. um, But what you said about don't look to external sources for information, for answers. Um, look within. Right, it's exactly, true. exactly. In. And I, Matthew I, has said in several messages that right. they right. want to enlighten readers uh, so that eventually those readers will not need any messages from right. external sources. Right, exactly. And that's the thing people made the mistake. Um, for example, leaders like Stalin in Russia, or, or um, not that he was a popular leader at all, but Hitler in Germany, um, any anybody or a politician, you look to one person for guidance. That person's not perfect unless you're looking for God and God is within all of us. And the message I've been told from Buddha, Jesus, and many other spiritual leaders is that you always look within for the answers that you need. And and if you do look outside of you, just be very careful because they're not perfect and they never say they are. And um, you can get off a way a wrong track because of that. Look at Jim Jones in South America, all those people killed back in the, back in the 70s. And um, uh, John, why don't you come back on? We've got about a couple minutes left, <laughs> not much. But in my own life, um, you know, that's what I've found over the years of of um, of of learning how, um, you know, what what to trust. And and so I, I do that every day. I, I connect with God every day. Try to. 
and talk through my angels. But um, anyway, we've got two minutes left. But. Well, I would like to use a few seconds to thank you, John, uh, for your information. Um, I am sort of unique in that uh, I am hugely protected. Um, I sort of made a deal with God that I can keep on smoking and drinking coffee. Okay. Uh, and I that's never, good. I, I, I just eat pizza instead, so that's good. So. Uh, and, and, and I do that too. But uh, I took a lot of notes. Uh, I have dear friends and a few family members that I want to turn on to your site. Matthew sends you, he says, I honor you, dear soul, John just as I honor Ted, for the same reasons. You persevere, you are courageous, you are benefiting the world in ways you don't even realize. So, from all souls at his station comes honor and gratitude. Thank you, thank you so much. We we see miracles every day, Susie and Ted, every day. And nice. uh, the people we're meeting, uh, the people we're impacting, and the reality is God is in control, and uh, he wants, but he wants his children to be healthy and to be able to function against the tyranny that's taken over our, our medical and governmental bodies. And so this is our chance to have hope in a glass and hope to be able to call upon this yeah. science. One last thing I wanted to say. Nitric oxide, and you might find this very profound spiritually, nitric oxide was called by the University of Florida the spark of life in the cell. Nice. The spark of life that's, in the that's cell. That's nice. That's and isn't nice. it ironic that it was only discovered in the last 30 years to prepare us for these very, very turbulent, yeah. difficult latter days? John? And so feel there's something very spiritual about now, this. There's another program coming up, and I want to be respectful of their time, too. So anyway, um, Susie's website is www.matthewspeaks.com. John, your um, uh, website is cardiomiracle.com, uh, and the discount is out of this world. So anyway, go ahead, Susie. Matthew Book. Matthew Book. That's right. Matthew Books. Matthew Books. Out of This World is a nonprofit listener-supported station, and if you'd like to support us, just go to the BBS website or to um, outofthisworld1150.com. I'll be back on the air a week from today with another wonderful show. I'll be having uh, Dr. Judy, uh, no, uh, Judy Kelly, one of America's best psychics, along with Dr. Peter McCullough, a famous medical doctor on, uh, who always has interesting things to say. And Susie, I hope you and your family and Matthew have a wonderful Christmas and a very happy new year. I'll send you, I'll, I'll give you a call here shortly. We'll figure out another time uh, for next month, maybe after the year. And we'll just, uh, we all, there's always interesting things to talk about. So. Well, I send blessings to you and John and joyful holidays. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Don and Doug, for all your fantastic help as always. It's always fun to be here. Bye-bye, everyone. I hope you all have a beautiful, a happy weekend, and Merry Christmas to everyone. Cheers, cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.